When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Mike Judge, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. <laughs> Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And we are kicking things off a little bit early this year for our best of episodes. We're going to get it started in November this year and, and bring you an episode every two weeks. How about that? No more once every month malarkey that we've been bringing to you for the last year. And that's going to continue in 2024. So this is what we talked about. I think we may maybe teased it. A few episodes back, but um, it's either we teased it or it's just something I texted you privately. But I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready, dude, to get back into our old school format. Yeah, your your you know life as a, a new a new daddy as a a new father, a new papa. It's not even. I don't even feel new. I feel like a pro now, dude. Like I'm I, like I'm in the dad club now officially. Yeah. So now you got. Apparently, you got more time. So. We're going to record at least two episodes a month. And here, so here's here's my thought, Q, is that we continue to do the What You Heard format for one of those episodes. And then the other episode is going to be like a return to to the old school no filler format. Yes, dude. And I, and I think you I think you and Adrian did a great job, dude. Thank you. Uh, I, I felt like I was listening to old school no filler. Definitely. And if you don't know what, what Quinn's talking about, then... That means you haven't listened to the bonus Halloween episode that came out. Um, it was just like the old format of, of No Filler where we, me and our, our guest, Adrian, um, we had one band and we, you know, dove into the history a little bit. Uh, we, we played tracks from across their discography, uh, which is exactly what we used to do. So uh, we're going to get back into that. Um, and yeah, go back and listen to that if you missed it. It was a episode on uh, Italian horror director Dario Argento and uh, the band that he featured in almost all of his movies, Goblin. So go back and check that out if you missed it. Uh, thank you again to, to Adrian for, for joining me. That was a, a great episode. So yeah, as I mentioned at the tippy top of the episode, this is our best of 2023. We're kicking it off. We're bringing our favorites from the year. We're going to bring five tracks each episode. Just songs that we enjoyed throughout the year. You know, I I'm, I don't have like a top five. I wouldn't even say I have a top ten. I have I have some that I, I really, I, I'd say I listen to more than others. But I'm bringing songs that, well, you know what? Not even songs, but in some of these cases, albums that I was impressed by or thought were really cool throughout the year. Yeah. Well, and here's another thing. So, I, you know, I think we, maybe we say this every year, Um but yeah, this isn't, you know, we, we, we do this at the end of every year. I think going back to like, maybe not the first year, but, but pretty much I feel like every at least year. 2020. Since yeah. It was 2020. This is not like, there's no, 
there's no criteria here for me for my picks at least this is Same just kind of like you said it's just what do i like what, what was my favorite records that came out this year so you know this is not this is not you know we're not pitchfork or you know enemy or anything like that we're not we're not trying to judge these based on any criteria other than right. just our own you know our own joy from from these records you know what i mean there are dozens of lists best of lists by right you know music blogs and music um publications that you can swing through if you want to see like music critics what they have determined are the best of the year you can find those lists but for for us uh for no filler this is just our favorite tracks of the year that we've heard and you know what that's the problem dude i wish i could have listened to more music like new music this year you know like i feel like i didn't get to listen like look for music i didn't i didn't get as much of that this year which kind of bummed me out well i got you covered though dude i got okay. I, I listened to quite a bit of new new stuff this year so um you think that i would have you know oh, uh, uh, an abundance of, of tracks to choose from but i think i uh, i'm gonna have to spend the next few weeks kind of kind of going back in time a little bit and reminding myself what i listened to but i've got five tracks for today so um and you know i don't think any of these artists are going to surprise anybody if you've listened to the show yeah that's what I, I tried to do as well was not necessarily bring songs that from artists that i've already featured throughout the year but that's yeah, it's hard to do yeah that, that's the thing like i i you know this whole year have just been episodes of like here's the music we've been listening to true been listening to a lot of new music so very true anyway all right q i will kick us off usually these guys appear in my top five um, back when I actually tried to put these in some kind of order, you know what I mean? But I'm just bringing these to you, you know, based on whatever I feel like bringing, you know? So we're going to start with one of my favorite new uh, grunge, post-punk, alt-rock bands of the last decade from Houston, Texas, Narrowhead. Hang on. I didn't even know they released something this year. Did you, you bring did. anything? You did, though. To watch her? Okay. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I brought a track from this record. I think it might have just been an intro track. So maybe that's why you don't remember, because like it wasn't featured prominently on the on the episode or whenever yeah. they showed up. But probably like January probably is when I brought the... Uh, or February, maybe, because that, that's the um, that's when this, this album came out. So it came out early 2023. But yeah, Netherhead, they put out a new record called Moments of Clarity. And I just love everything that these guys do. I think they've been featured the last two years on my um, on my best of episode for that year. Um, or let's put it put it this way: anytime they've put out a new record, they've shown up on my best of for that year. You know what I mean? Because they're just so good at at the uh, you know the, the basically the the resurgence of the grunge sound and like the in the post-punk sound, like they've got it perfected, you know. There's a lot of bands that are doing it out there, and I think these guys do it better than most, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that is something to mention. Yeah, there's a lot of artists doing this right now. And we featured a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's hard to, to stick out from yeah. the crowd. But there's just something about the way that these guys, uh, they, they, they got to figure it out with hooks and like, you know, song structure like they these guys are legit anyway so i'm gonna play one of the tracks off this record that really stood out to me this one um i think it's gonna feel more like a more like a deftones record 
if you wanted to try to compare this to, to a group from the 90s. And that's the thing about this record. This one, more so than any of their records, has like a almost like a pop punk sound. It, a lot of their songs on here actually sound like Blink-182 uh, when they put out the self-titled record, right? Oh, that yeah, era yeah. of Blink-182. Okay. Um, the singer uh, of Narrowhead, it sounds like Mark Hoppus on some of the tracks, which is interesting. Uh, but anyway, let me just jump right to this here. So yeah, this one's going to be a little bit heavier because like I said, Deftones, right? But um, here we go. So this song is called Flesh and Solitude. So 
so yeah, that was totally different than than their stuff from the last few years. Yeah, this takes me back to like their their earlier stuff. Did they ever have any of those heavy screams? Yeah, I mean they they've they've had those throughout. I mean all their records they they will they will sneak that in here and there, but um, the majority of this record has more of a pop punk sound. And I'm saying that like it's not like a Sum Forty One or you know Newfound Glory or that that era of pop punk, but just like it's just a little bit more like positive sounding. I don't know. That's oversimplifying it, but I mean. Their, their record that, that, that caught my attention um, when, when I first started listening to them, Satisfaction, that one had a darker, very, very grunge forward sound. You know what I mean? And then like as they've evolved and, and put out more records, uh, they came out with 12th House Rock in 2020. Um, you know, they've started to put in more like, you know, there's there's hints of emo in some of their stuff and there's like some some more like alt rock type stuff like hum is a big influence for them um, what's cool this, is they're if the, you know as they evolve it seems like they're still just sticking in that pocket like they're they're yeah. sticking in the early 2000s and emo and 90s too and 90s sound yeah. yeah they're just staying in those eras yeah i think i've i've said this before about them it's like if you think of every great 90s rock band grunge you know emo post-punk like there's elements of that in all of their music you know yeah it's like that's why when you listen to their records everything sounds familiar you know because it's like man where have i heard a riff like that before you know or like that vocal melody sounds vaguely familiar to me like it's all like it's like they they just perfected the tone and like the the song structures of of that era like perfectly you know so it's just it's like an amalgamation of all, of all your favorite 90s and, and early 2000s rock bands, basically. You know what I mean? All right, Q, what do you got for your first pick? All right, so I brought a song from this group, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe last year. don't remember. This is one of those uh, groups that brings you back to like the, like the posh 70s go-go boots kind of stuff. Sound Carriers-esque mm. or... Um, okay. What's the other big group, dude? You're, I know you're a big fan. The uh, broadcast? Stereo Lab? Stereo Lab. All those yeah. groups. Yeah. Uh, this is just another one of those groups that has, has perfected that sound, and I'm a huge sucker. That kind of like lounge, jazzy. Loungey, kind of jazzy stuff from like the yeah. 60s, like late 60s, 70s. Lava lamps. Lava lamps, exactly. Shag rugs and stuff. Yep. Uh, the group is called Death and Vanilla. Uh, they dropped a new record back in March called Flicker. And uh, I'm just going to get you started off with the first track on the record. The song is called Out for Magic.
It doesn't get any better than that, Kim. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. Me too. Me too. I, I'll never get tired of it. It's just so, like, effortlessly, like, cool, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know why there's not more music like this, but I'm also glad that there isn't. But it, that's the thing about this. This like So it's, like, psychedelic pop, right? But, like, very, mm-hmm. it's, like, very narrowed down to, like, a very specific style. Because Stereolab does it exactly like this. So does the sound carriers, but like they're all slightly different, you know, right, like, right. They sound so similar, but there's a distinction enough between these kind of groups that like I can queue up any of their records and, and just love what I'm going to hear. Like, I just love the, like the twanginess of the guitars, like the, I don't know this one. Is, yeah. There's just a little bit more twang to, to, to the way they play their guitars is a little bit more like, I don't want to say country. That's not the right word. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a more like yeah, it's folky... probably the, the the tone of the the guitar, yeah, yeah, is what makes it that that way. And she's got one of those classic voices, dude, for this kind of music. Oh yeah, uh huh. Great record, dude. Definitely cue it up, man. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm kicking it off this year, dude. And you know what? It's one of those things where it's like this this should be a top five, right? But like, yeah, why not just play it? Why not just kick us off with it? You know what? doesn't matter Q. exactly this is our top 40 i guess right because we're each bringing damn five wow, 40 songs yeah 40 yeah. songs doesn't matter the order they're all bangers you know that's right and uh, i'm gonna pass it to you brother you're gonna keep it in this vein um not not really in the same vein but i mean i think this is a good a good transition and i think here's the thing i think i, I brought I think I this has happened a lot too for both of us. We've discovered an artist that you know was putting out records, you know, a decade or more ago, and then like suddenly they're putting out a new record, you know, and it's like, oh, sweet, new music yeah. from this band yeah, that dude, hasn't I, been putting out music for a long time, and and I just discovered them, so it's like, you know, we don't have to wait very long for new music like some of their diehard fans, right? Yeah, it happens a lot. It's, it's always magical when when that happens. Anyway, um, so Pia Fraus is the name of this band, and maybe I'm mispronouncing it, but um, this is like a, a dream pop group from Estonia, and they put on a new record called Evening Colors, came out in July of this year. So I did bring a, a song called Fog on the Hills, I believe is what I brought. So I'm going to bring another track this time, and I think, I think this has got kind of that same quality of like 60s lounge type of music, you know what I mean? But not not in the same vein of, of like a stereo lab or whatever. But I think you'll I think you'll see what I mean. They're they're harmonizing kind of sounds sixties, you know. So here we go. Again, this band is called Pia Fraus, and this song is called Confidential Information.
Yeah, man. That was fucking great. I mean, I feel like we're just going to keep saying that over and over <laughs> after each song. I, I mean, mean, I really hope so. This is our best <laughs> of, so they, they should all be really good. That was kind of in the same vein. As, yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. Who was it that I just brought? <laughs> as uh, Death and Vanilla. You're right. You're right um, yeah, but, but like, but totally different. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, they're, you know, I think this record has that quality more so than some of the stuff they were putting out a couple decades ago. Um, I think they would be considered more shoegazy back in their heyday. But this new stuff, yeah, it's very, like you heard, I think there's like a xylophone or something like that on, on that track. This is what it makes it kind of sound like that. You know, has yeah. that kind of 60s vibe to it. But yeah, just a great record. Um, it's one of those, one of those, you know, straight through, just played straight through. The whole thing's great. Um, but again, that band was called Pia Frouse. That record is called Evening Colors. The song I just played is called Confidential Information. And yeah, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, the the list of, of band members. I didn't, I don't see any uh, xylophone. So maybe I'm wrong there, but percussion. I mean, Q is is a is xylophone considered percussion? For sure, dude. Okay then, maybe it was uh, <laughs> Mr. Rain Fox. <laughs> That's his name. What? Fuchs, probably. It's probably pronounced Fuchs, but <laughs> F-U-K-S. Ah, yes. Nah, I think that's Fox, dude. I let's go with Fox. <laughs> All right, Q. Back to you. What, what are we doing? Where are we going? Surely you don't have another track that sounds like that. Uh, not really, dude. Okay. All right. Let's mix it up a little bit here. All right. Well, then we got to just turn it all on its head, brother. I'll just, you know what? I'll just bring something that I wasn't going to bring until later on. Okay. But I can't get enough of this band, dude. I haven't been able to stop listening to them since I found out about them in 2021 with their album between the richness you know who i'm talking about brother do fiddlehead oh yeah joy boy i know that's your favorite song of theirs to to bring up every time you hear because it's a dope track it's a great track dude and they me with joy well i just brought one of their tracks from this new album which is called death is nothing to us not long after it came out um I'm going to bring another one, dude. This is such a great album, dude. And it's a little bit different. I'd say it's way heavier than mm-hmm. uh, Between the Richness. You got me interested. And I would also maybe say it's a little bit more punk pop, kind of like what you're how you're trying to describe the new Narrowhead sound. Okay. It's different. Well, I mean, I feel like Joy Boy has always been pop punk, right? Kind of emo. It's way heavier. Let's just put it this okay. way. Okay. All right. Same, All right. The same goods, way heavier... Um, same with uh, the way he sings. It's it's just a little heavier this this time around. So the song I brought a few months back was Sleepyhead. And I'm bringing the very next track on the record. This one is called Loser Man.
That's yeah, dude. They're awesome, man. They're so I, great. They're they're just great, and like I mean, they've been doing this for a long time, right? So it's not like this is a band that has just like perfected that sound from that era, or are they? Are they relatively new? They're relatively new, brother. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it sounds pitch perfect for like the era of like like you know post punk emo that we that we grew up with, you know. Like, think tooth and nail records type stuff. You know what I mean? Right, right. But here's the deal. These guys aren't new to the game. Yeah, they're a post-hardcore super group, apparently. Mm. Uh, yeah. Fiddlehead is staffed by former members of Massachusetts punk outfit Have Heart and UK band Basement. I've heard of Basement. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, so, so they've formed from other post-hardcore greats. Which is why they sound fucking awesome, dude. And why they're bringing it along into the, the 2023s, dude. Got it. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like like we said earlier, there's there's actually a lot of brand spanking new bands that are, yeah. that are making music, you know, from, from this era, you know. Yeah. I, I love that it's still going strong. And, yeah. and like you said, like there's new young artists and yeah. bands forming yeah. that are emulating the sound because... I mean, it's not just nostalgic for us, dude. It's just a great fucking sound. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right, man. So that was Fiddlehead. Their brand new record, Death is Nothing to Us. Pass it back to you, brother. All right. So let's see what we're going to do here. Um, okay. So this is a band that I think we've mentioned a few times. and we, I think we actually brought them up recently. But they were featured probably first on no filler on our doom gates episode mm. great episode great episode uh so this band is called spotlights and they're one of my favorite finds of the last decade for sure like i, I love this band uh their record seismic came out in 2017 and their record love and decay that came out in 2019 both amazing amazing records and uh, so yeah, the term doom gaze, if you've never heard that before, is exactly what it sounds like. So it's the mixture of doom metal and shoegaze. And so it's like the sludgy guitar riffs of doom metal, but with like all the reverb and wall of sound and like vocal qualities of like uh, of shoegaze, right? So it's, it's awesome, right? What, like what a perfect marriage, right? For sure. So anyway, they put out a new record this year in April called Alchemy for the Dead. I haven't featured a track from this record on any of our episodes this year. So this is the first time this music is coming to the pod. So here we go. I think this this song is like, from what I just described, like this is a perfect example of what happens if you were to take doom metal and merge it with shoegaze. So here we go. This song is called... Ballad in the Mirror.
sick. I tried to say <laughs> something different, man. Then <laughs> that was awesome because that was fucking sick, bro. Yeah, man. I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Say it. Doom gaze. That's it for me, man. For for metal, that's where I. That's my. This is your gateway to metal. Yes. Well, yeah. you know what? I don't even want to go through the gate. <laughs> I have no desire to but get this, any this farther could be, into the metal. This is world. you just kind of get you know dipping your toe though. You Dude, know? I've been dipping my toe for years. Why okay. can't I just wait that's in fine. this pool? Well, that's the thing. This is this is metal. I mean, this is. You're you're in, dude. You're already you you just step through. You're in. So my question to you is, brother, why would you want to listen to someone screaming their brains out like my sugar when you got stuff like this? Uh, don't you dare, dude. You 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 ruined my sugar for me, Trav. You threw me in the deep end, and I almost drowned. My sugar, uh, my sugar is a acquired taste cute, but. Mashuga is like one of my favorite. I just that I, I don't know what to say other than just like there's something about what you just described the screaming and stuff like that. It's cathartic, dude. That's that's all I can say. To the point you're making, yeah. Uh, Doomgaze provides the heaviness and the solid guitar riffs of metal with the nice soft vocals of shoegaze, and that's what makes it so great. You don't have to listen to the screaming, guttural, you know, vocal qualities that usually associate with metal, right? So I hear what you're saying, and that's why this is a great this is a great subgenre for you, Q, to where you can listen to metal and get the uh, get the head banging uh, that comes with metal, but you can do it with the comfort with like the it's like it's like you're bowling with like the uh, the bumpers on, you know. <laughs> in terms of like you know you got that nice guardrail of uh of the ethereal soft vocal quality of shoes. if i if i'm gonna listen to metal i want to increase my chances of getting strikes you know <laughs> well this album is nothing but strikes cute <laughs> so um i'm gonna read a little sentence here a couple sentences from a review of this record from a website called metalsucks.net, which is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Anyway, uh, so it says here, uh, the powerful halftime vibe of Ballad in the Mirror puts smoky stoner rock riffs front and center. It's no surprise that spotlights can maintain sultry ambience in such a headbangable song. The verses bridge the gap between extremes with performances as explosive as they are serene. Now that's that's a great uh, summary, I think, of what makes Doomgate so great. It's explosive and serene, right? Yeah. And that that's that song is that exactly. So, all right. Again, that song was called "Ballad in the Mirror" off of Spotlight's record "Alchemy for the Dead." Uh, go listen to everything that they've done because they're awesome. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got? All right, this is another one that I was going to save for a few more episodes, but it, I, I think it pairs pretty damn well with that. It's not anywhere near as heavy, but do you want to talk about the brand spanking new? So we're recording this on November 5th. This album came out two days ago, November 3rd. Fresh. 
uh, all thanks to Pitchfork and my Google News app algorithm, I found out about it. Uh, I read the uh, review of this album. It popped up on my feed. And this is on their best new music um, list on Pitchfork. I hadn't heard of this group before. They're called Hotline TNT. Have you heard oh, of them? I've heard of them. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure I brought them before to this show. Years it's possible. Ago. Years uh, ago. It couldn't have been that long ago. Their last, well, I guess three years ago could have been years ago because their first full-length album was in 2021 called 19 in Love. I think I brought a record, uh, a track from that record, probably okay. for what you heard in 2021. So yeah, it's been a couple cool. of years. Well, I haven't actually been able to listen to this, uh, this album all the way through because, like I said, it's two days old. I haven't had a chance, but... Um, First, I'm going to read the uh, the first paragraph of this review because it sums up this resurgence. I guess it really sums up the the trajectory of shoegaze over the last you know several decades. Uh, sums it up real nice here. It says for most of its existence, shoegaze promised a glimpse of an alternate plane of existence, either in the womb, the afterlife, or the unconscious. I'll skip ahead here. Mere words melt into suggestive nonverbal cues. The typical hierarchy of rock band instrumentation dissolves. The guitars and bass and drums surging as one utopian sound wave. And though Shugas has repeatedly rejuvenated itself by merging with digicore, black metal, emo, and even alt country, perhaps the most impactful change for the genre over the past decade is its acceptance of life on life's shittiest terms emerging now from the cramped apartments and overworked laptops of the bummed out and broke hmm. such as will anderson the mil- the mid-30s mastermind behind behind hotline tnt's intoxicating second lp cartwheel with where an average guy's everyday heartbreak is blown up into a loveless for the lovelorn okay so this is a project of one guy, Will Anderson. And here we go, dude. Uh, this is track three on the record. Big fan of it. The song is called Beauty Filter.
Uh, yeah, I feel like that's kind of along the the same the same vein as as uh, that that era, that two thousands era, like post punk. I'm just so happy that it's back, dude. Maybe, maybe I'm just hearing Mark Mark Hoppus everywhere, but <laughs> he kind of sounded like Mark Hoppus. Speaking <laughs> of Blink One Eight Two, man, they're back and they put out a new record this year. Don't um, probably Don't won't even. be bringing. No, nah, I'm just saying it's interesting, right? <sighs> um, Mark, Tom, and Travis are back. I should say because you know Blink One Eight Two put out a record. I don't know, a few years back, a couple years back, and it was somebody else instead of Tom, right? No, I didn't. But know that. yeah, the the record they put out this year is you know the the, the trio. I haven't listened to it. I'm a, I'm afraid to listen to it. Yeah, because I I heard I heard a little bit of the single. And, yeah, I just don't. And just got out of there real quick. Just don't. But anyway, I'm just saying it's interesting that they're back, right? Uh, with the kind of resurgence of 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 their sound. But anyway, uh, that was great. Um, way different than than what I remember from the track I played a couple of years back. So I haven't even listened to that other record yet. These are, these guys are brand new to me, as far as I'm concerned. You know, because yeah, like sure, sure. I, I yeah, as for 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 the for what I've heard of them, yeah, it's not much, and I'm I love what I've heard so far. So yeah, cool. So yeah, that was Hotline TNT. Pass it back to Come you, on. brother. All right, so this is also. Well, it's new to me. I should have listened to it when it came out. Um, I think I remember listening to the single and maybe wasn't too impressed with the single. So I kind of like slept on this record. But it's a a dear friend of mine, Q, in terms of like a band that... I don't know these people. I mean, I just made it sound like... <laughs> a, dear, a dear friend in the, in the sense that like I've been listening to this band for a very, very long time. Uh, we saw them open. It was either for Spoon or for Kings of Leon, I think it was Spoon, because uh, they're on they're on Merge Records. Uh, clientele. So the clientele, they put out a new I record. I was not there for that. I must have been you spoon. weren't there for that? Yeah, I must have been Spoon. You see, I know you've seen Spoon more than I have. Why, why, like, who did I see them with then? Because I, I feel like every every time I've seen Spoon, at least back back then, I think you were there, but maybe not. Um, yeah, I definitely wasn't there, man. I think it was the clientele, the like, which is that girl band, or was that the Kings like, of Leon? That was Kings of Leon, dude. But the band that opened for the like was the Features. You remember them? The features. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yep. Damn oh, dude. you know what it was, dude? It was it was <laughs> this micro. It was this microwave world. The clientele spoon. Tell okay, you, you cool. So I was there for that. You were totally there for that. Damn. Anyway. That was at Trees. Yeah, probably. Shout out to Trees. I think they're yeah, back. Yeah, man. They was, closed down for a little bit. They're, they're that back. was such a cool venue, dude. There was like a tree trunk in the middle of the. the the, the yeah. concert floor. Yeah. Which is why I was called trains. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, so this is uh, an interesting record. It's a double record, 19 tracks, just over an hour long. Um, but this opening track really kind of surprised me and kind of pulled me in. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have listened to this record when it came out. So, yeah, I listened to this last week for the first time really good and clientele they're just one of the most consistent bands they they perfected their sound like you know 20 years ago or whatever and they've just been putting out that that sound you know consistently yeah. and, and perfectly um you know with everything that they put out and you want to talk about another like 60s throwback like these guys sound like Britpop, pop you know from from back totally. in the day like thank beatles and stuff like that or you know maybe like Maybe zombies is, is a better comparison. But anyway, um, so I'm just going to play 
this first track here off the record. Uh, so the album is called I Am Not There Anymore. came out in July of this year. This is the first track on the record. This song is called Fables of the Silver Link. After the song, after the quiet dream 
That was really cool. Uh, yeah, and that wasn't even halfway through the song. It's like an eight-minute song. And that's how they open the record. I mean, crazy, right? There's so many things happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of... I almost feel like... Have you ever watched the movie Walk Hard, Drive? Probably, but no, nah, yeah. The Dewey Cox story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was them... This was like his Brian Wilson moment where he was just trying to just throw anything at the wall to see what sticks. And that sounds negative, but... That sounds like an insult, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I don't know anything much. I don't know as much about the clientele as you, but like, I feel like that was kind of out of left field. I mean, their songs usually aren't this like sweeping and like, yeah, you know, with a lot of different moving parts and stuff, which is what, you know, made me decide oh, maybe I should listen to this. You know what I mean? Cause like, usually their songs are a little bit more straightforward, um, kind of Brit pop songs. Those vocals are really cool that came in. Yeah. I need to find the name, but I mean, it's a, it's a guest vocalist, obviously, but, um, yeah, so let me read a sentence from the Pitchfork review here, which, by the way, I think this is one of Pitchfork's best of 2023 so far. They have like a running list. Um, anyway, so here we go. Um, this is interesting. If the key difference for I Am Not There Anymore, as MacLeon has observed, which is the lead singer, is the clientele's purchase of a computer... Then with all due respect, what took them so long? Album opener Fables of the Silverlink brings fractured electronic beats and haunting Spanish language guest vocals to a bustling eight and a half minutes worth of chamber pop. So that like electronic drum beat that's kind of throughout this, that's the first time they've done something like that. So that's interesting. So like their their songwriting is is, you know, changing a little bit in the sense that they're like, you know, bringing in a laptop into the mix, right? Yeah. Really cool. um, which is interesting. But yeah, and I think that's probably just the way that this kind of feels more kind of like, you know, with the vocals coming in and stuff like that. It just feels more like, um, it just feels experimental, which makes sense because like if they're playing around with, with laptops and stuff, then um, it makes sense that their song structures are going to be a little bit different than they usually are. And that's definitely the case. But, you know, throughout this record, like I said, there's 19 tracks there are more straightforward clientele songs on here too. So you get a little bit of everything and they've got these like, you know, 30 second little tracks that are thrown in to kind of transition you from track to track. So they're really trying to do something like kind of big on this record, which I thought was interesting. Um, anyway, the clientele that record is, I am not there anymore. Came out in July of this year on merge records. Check it out. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got for us here? Give it another shout out to Wesley. Brought him up quite a few times. Uh, my, uh, I guess I'd call him my, my nephew, nephew-in-law, I guess. My niece's husband. Uh, he got me onto this record. It's actually, I think, his favorite band. Uh, they're called the Paper Kites. And I brought a track earlier this Was this the band year. that was like a live yeah. And yeah, yeah. So like I looked live recording. So yes, they uh this band released an album called At the Roadhouse back in September. And the story goes that they basically set up shop and and played a month long residency in this small bar in in this town uh, called Campbell's Creek in Australia. And from what Wesley had had heard about it, that these songs these are actually recordings from that 
residency, but from what it sounds like from what I'm reading, these songs were born out of those that month long residency. But I'm reading here uh, that they they created their own studio slash dive bar in an abandoned building. So hmm. they set up shop in an abandoned building, opened up a bar, and also recorded the songs in the studio. Uh, they workshopped new material during the week and jammed out on Friday and Saturday nights for any locals who happened to be drawn in like moths to a flame. Pretty fucking okay. cool. All right. And uh, yeah, the record's beautiful, man. Um, I, I'll say it's not really my usual cup of tea for um, for music, you know? not Not really up my alley for most of the songs, but... There's a few on there that that tick enough boxes for me that that I really enjoyed it. The the, the song I brought earlier this year is called "I Don't Want to Go That Way." Really beautiful song, um, and yeah, I just think the whole story is cool, dude. It's it's a cool, uh, it's a cool like creative process that they went through. So, anyways, I'm gonna bring track three from the record. The song is called "Black and Thunder." I got like immediate, like I, I thought it was a cover almost of um, 
I don't know, like like Riders on the Storm or something. Yeah. Or it almost had that same melody. Yeah. Um. So that was cool, man. Very seventies vibe. Almost had like a like a Do It Again, Steely Dan. Yeah, or like, I thought Steely Dan. Too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was just cool. freaking clean, man. Like the recording is just awesome. They had a studio that they 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 set up in this building and had a you know a, a bar front in it as well and they didn't announce any of these shows you know like they just they were there for the entire month in the small town and yeah so these songs were born from those jam sessions awesome so yeah i i'm trying to, to pinpoint down if, if that really was if any of what's on this record it actually is actually like a recordings from those nights or not but either way dude really cool really cool idea to just like workshop these songs on anyone who who showed up to the bar it's almost like comedians you know how comedians mm-hmm. workshop their yeah. material yeah totally anyways uh yeah great record really really cool i, I feel like more bands should for if they have the means to they should do that it's a really cool idea all right last pick for you tonight trev what you got all right so this this is the year cue for new releases from classic shoegaze bands. So we, I believe, played one of the singles from this record as an intro to one of our episodes this year. I'm bringing a slow dive track. All right, man. I knew it was coming one of these days. Yep. From their brand new record, Everything is Alive, which came out in September... So this is their first record since 2017 self-titled record. And yeah, iconic band, right? And man, this this album is just beautifully recorded. Like it just sounds great. The production quality is amazing. And the songs are mostly just like these haunting and there yeah, I said a cue. I said haunting. It, well, it's true, man, for this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. There's even like a kind of like an apparition looking kind of ghostly looking figure on the record cover or at least it looks like this late lady in black kind of thing anyway so i want to play this was tough for me to narrow down oh man i'm even torn right now dude which one am i gonna go with um but you know i don't want to end things slowly so i'm gonna end things a little bit more upbeat so this song actually no i'm changing my mind at the last minute i think skin of the game <laughs> skin of the game i think is 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 different and that's why i wanted to play because i think uh, i was torn between a life and skin of the game and i think i want to go skin of the game so here we go uh again this is slow dive and this song is called skin in the game
He's got one of the most haunting voices in the game. I love his voice. I love his voice. You heard Rachel Goswell's voice as well, which is the other singer in the band, like harmonizing with them and like very filtered. Like, like I said, like they sounded almost like they were underwater in some of those parts. Um, but yeah, just a beautiful song. Just kind of, you know, the lyrics are kind of, uh, I don't know, sad and like kind of, um, I don't know, just beautiful. That's all I can say to you. What more do I need to say? <laughs> well, I'll say, I'll say one thing about that record, dude. And I think I kind of mentioned this to you, man. It just left me wanting more, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't th- I, I wish it was longer. It's, it's just, yeah. You wish that you wish that there were more. Yeah, it's just eight tracks. Yeah, it's not very long. And yeah, um, and some of them just kind of yeah. fade out. Like, like man, I just, I just want to hear more. <laughs> want to yeah. hear more from you guys. So um, it's yeah, it sounds like the the production, like the the history of this record, is actually kind of sad. So like, they originally went into the studio to record these three years prior to the release. So in September 2020, to begin recording the the album, and uh, they were, I guess, originally they were going to, to record it in April of 2020, but had to cancel because of COVID-19. So like Rachel Goswell uh, lost her mother. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, another, another, I think, father of one of the other members, like, lost. So like, they, you know, they, they went through some heartache. Um, so, yeah. He says that the music was more of an escape from the darkness that the band's members were going through. So maybe that's why this, this album sounds like this, you know? Yeah. So yeah, and it says here, Rachel struggled with alcoholism in the wake of her grief. So yeah, I think the record kind of reflects that. And it's interesting. The name of this record is called Everything is Alive. <laughs> anyway, so beautiful record. Again, the, this album is called Everything is Alive from Legendary Shoegaze Act slow dive all right q how are you gonna close us out what's your last pick for us today all right dude i'm bringing a track from a member of i'd say one of the one of the ogs of uh of the i I guess indie pop scene of the early 2000s dude um you remember ferguson geronimo right yeah i sure do i mean uh that's we used to run in the same circles as, uh, I know, I know. as that guy, the lead, yeah. the lead singer, I think. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Savage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did not know this, but he's released a couple solo albums under the name A. Savage. That's his name. And that's it. And he just released one in October. So this is pretty fresh. Oh, cool. Uh, called Several Songs About Fire. It's awesome, dude. It's oh, nothing cool, like you'd expect. Um, awesome. Grant, I haven't seen, I haven't heard his other full-length uh, solo record called called Thawing Dawn, and that came out in 2017. So he says that uh, these are songs that he imagines himself playing in a small club that is slowly burning. That's what he says. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Hence the title. It's a great premise. Yeah. Dude, he's a great storyteller in his songs, his lyrics. um, And we're going to play the first track on the record. You're going to love this, dude. All right. The song is called Hurtin' or Healed.
hollowed place stranger just to might you be in the mirror someone's crying with the same eyes as me I studied his faces he spat in the sink watched the foam that sizzled slightly then observed it was pink my weekly dinner of popcorn and coke every Friday like communion that I took as a joke the tally the weekends when time had no hands to count the passing of the day spent with no decisions or plans Yeah, those lyrics are cool, man. Yeah, very like uh, observational, just kind of writing down what's going on. You know, I like I like those kind of lyricists. Definitely a story. So, like, I think what jumped out to me was this line: "There in the devil's favorite typeface is my address and my name." Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, remaining balance, the largest sum yet. Final notice printed printed boldly. <laughs> so he got like a final notice in the mail from, from the like, devil <laughs> well yeah right <laughs> yeah which is kind of cool maybe like you know your, your time is up kind of thing you know and also uh yeah in the mirror someone's crying with the same eyes as me that's fucking creepy i love it but dude he's thinking about himself <laughs> i've seen that horror movie dude i don't remember what it was called <laughs> but i've definitely seen a horror movie like that the whole album's this man you know like it doesn't all sound just like this where it's very but it's just uh, muted very, you know so is it but i mean does he have a drummer on here or a bass player i'm sorry did you up? not hear the drummer and bass player in this song no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> it was too hyper focused on that uh, vocals, man <laughs> yeah there's a saxophone player all right yeah there's all kinds of people coming into this okay record. okay all right. yeah and apparently it was recorded in just 10 days the whole record 10 tracks 10 days dude anyways yeah andrew savage a savage for his solo stuff yeah dude but great songwriter great performer great lyricist just yeah good dude cool good stuff so yeah man i'm i got my work cut out for me for the next few weeks dude because like like i've got lists i've got songs you know but i know that there's a lot more great music that i heard that I didn't necessarily get a chance to like 
right down you know yeah there's a bunch of great music that came out this year so yeah and i brought a lot of great stuff tonight so yes same same yeah because um i've definitely got i've got a couple tracks that i'm saving for the last episode yeah Um, Yeah. my favorite favorite records of the year but like 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 you dude i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta listen to some music over the next couple weeks to get get my next five narrowed down so yeah all right, Q. Well, I've got a song to close us out, so I'll tee that up in a in a little bit here. But um, and you're gonna you're gonna love this. Dude. Uh, but anyway, in the meantime, check us out on Instagram. Uh, message us on Instagram. Dude, I should say. I forgot that Andrew Savage is also in Parquet Courts. Yeah, dude. I didn't even mention that. All right. Anyways. Yeah, dude. Guys, guys, prolific. Yeah, so reach out to us on Instagram. Tell us what your favorite tracks were of this year. So I think we did this last year and maybe the year before. Like we try to get people to to reach out to us. And if yes, you if please you do. do reach out to us, we will. And, and if we don't think your song suggestion is is you know terrible, then we might uh, you know have it as our outro for the next episode. So yeah, send us your favorite tracks of this year uh, to our Instagram account. Just search for No Filler Podcast. It will pop right up. Um, but yeah, so that's it. We'll bring the next 10 tracks in a couple weeks. So we'll, we'll, we'll space these out and then we'll have two more, two more episodes next month to close out the year. And then 2024, we are increasing the episode count people. So two episodes a month going forward. And yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's the new, the new, uh, sweet spot for us, you know, that's more manageable. I still can't believe we pulled off one new episode a week for as long as we did man it is kind of shocking yeah crazy we must have just you know just gotten into a rhythm or something like that for sure we did yeah uh well anyway all right so q uh you actually brought this song in uh i think it was last year's best of 2022 part three this was your first track wouldn't you know q just this week or last week i should say well you know early november narrowhead put out a a single with this group they're called mama do you remember them oh dude i freaking love man i still think about that song it still pops into my head every day uh madison yeah well narrowhead covered it what (laughs) yeah awesome man they put out a split single with mama so mama covered narrowhead song sunday cool from their new record and narrowhead covered medicine so Dude. i'm gonna play oh. narrowhead's cover of medicine all right and yeah it's just a perfect perfect poppy little punk song uh it's it's great i love this and song, man. narrowhead um just I hope just they does, do it justice. They do it perfect justice, dude. All right, cool. And let me tell you, dude, Mama's version of Sunday is also really, really good. So anyway, cool. Anyway, this literally came out Halloween night or Halloween, whatever, October thirty first. So anyway, yeah. Hey, here we go, cute. Uh, I figured out a way to sneak in another Narrowhead song. So they are one of my favorite groups, if that's not obvious. All right, so that's going to close us out again. This is Narrowhead covering Mama's song, Medicine. And we will come at you guys here in another couple of weeks with our next 10 picks for our best of 2023 wrap up. My name is Travis. Thanks for listening. And I'm Quentin. Take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.